0: Welcome to the RCAF USA Roundup. Today's episode features RCAF USA's CEO, Bill Bullard, in his weekly address. Hello, I'm Bill Bullard with RCAF USA, the voice of the independent cattle producer in the United States of America. Well, I need to preface this week's segment with this. RCAF USA thinks radio frequency identification, or RFID, ear tags are a wonderful technology, available to anyone who chooses to use it. So our only problem with this RFID technology is when Big Brother, our government, tries to force you to use it as a prerequisite for being in the cattle business, whether you want to use it or not. And so it was that former President Trump's agricultural secretary, Sonny Perdue, tried to do just that, force you to use RFID ear tags anytime you ship adult cattle across state lines. That was back in April of 2019. Big Brother wanted mandatory RFID by 2023. But we gathered our resources and we sued. We retained Harriet Hageman of the New Civil Liberties Alliance to represent us before the court. And we won. Secretary Purdue withdrew his unlawful RFID mandate within a matter of weeks. But Sonny Purdue wouldn't quit trying. He soon issued a notice stating he was still going to mandate RFID by 2023. And then we elected a new president. And President Joe Biden appointed a new Secretary of Agriculture, Tom Vilsack and one of the first things Secretary Vilsack did was to withdraw Sonny Perdue's RFID mandate by 2023. So after all this drama, everyone took a deep breath, except us. You see, even though we'd stopped the government's effort to mandate RFID by 2023 clear back in 2019, we never stopped litigating, and here's why. For the government to impose a costly industry-wide RFID mandate, The government needed to develop a coordinated, industry-wide plan for deciding what type of RFID technology to use and how it would be enforced. Now, The government couldn't do all of this on its own, so it created an advisory committee consisting of RFID ear tag manufacturers, state animal health officials, and industry participants. And when the government determined the first advisory committee was moving too slow, it set up a second advisory committee this one consisting of only participants who wanted the government to force everyone to use RFID ear tags. But when the government establishes advisory committees like this, it's supposed to follow the law, and the law required that the government be transparent when it establishes advisory committees that it then relies on to make policy decisions. But these advisory committees the government relied on to try and mandate RFID ear tags were not transparent. So we alleged the government had yet again violated the law. And this turned out to be a long fight. We wanted to question government officials about their roles in establishing the two advisory committees. The court refused and dismissed our case. But we wouldn't quit because this was just plain wrong. And so we appealed, only to fall short again. The appellate court agreed that we shouldn't be allowed to question government officials and it determined that even though the government had established its advisory committees under any common definition of the term established, the court defined established so narrowly as to render the law that requires transparency toothless. But while all of this side drama was going on, Agricultural Secretary Vilsack was busy trying to figure out how to still achieve former Agricultural Secretary Perdue's desire to mandate RFID by 2023. So Secretary Vilsack wrote a proposed rule to do just that. He then sent his proposed RFID rule to the White House's Office of Management and Budget, known as OMB, for the President's approval. Now the proposed RFID rule was sent to the OMB this spring, and the government wanted to issue the proposed rule for public comment in July, so it could begin its RFID mandate in June of 2023. But we joined with several of our allies and we met with the OMB, urging it to scrap the RFID rule, or at the very least, send it back to Agricultural Secretary Vilsack for a complete rewrite. Well, July is long gone, and there's been no proposed rule, so it looks like we've at least delayed its issuance. Meanwhile, we're still litigating the issue of the unlawful advisory committees. Harriet Hageman has just recently asked the US Supreme Court to hear our case. You see, there's a conflict among the lower courts Regarding how the court should define the term established. And that gives us a pretty good chance of having the Supreme Court hear our case so they can settle this question once and for all. There's no question but that we've slowed Big Brother way down, and we intend to keep up the fight until we win. But it takes members and money to continue defending the liberties and freedoms for American cattle producers. And if you'd like to help, Please go to our website at www.r calfusa.com. That's r calfusa.com and join with us. With that, have a productive week. Thank you and goodbye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the RCAF USA Roundup. To learn more about RCAF USA, visit our website www.r calfusa.com.